Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, and it's feeling like a saucy day. So You think so? It's feeling that way. So Uh-oh. if you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to Wyatt on The Facebook. The Facebook. Which is The Home Team 512. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the or your American dream. Everybody's American dream. Right. Well, not everybody's. Some people want to be renters. There's data. They, they, they just, there's, there's no way. They, they want their $12 coffee and their $1,000 car payment yeah. outside of a, yeah. a, a little uh, shack. Yeah. 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 They're just, and they're, they're happy just, with that. They're just renters. That's and, just and, who they are. Hey, don't be mad at them. They like yeah. that. That's what they chose. Yep. Yeah. And today, of course, we have our superstar special guest, David Snowberger. Who Everybody is, knows who David Snowberger is. Who is superstar. Stepped, superstar. He stepped off off the mountains to come and grace us with his knowledge. Well, today. you know what? This guy's busy. You know, he's, I know. He's everywhere. He, he's, yeah. uh, he, uh, one thing I have been following uh, is you have a, a, a Wilco Bourbon Society. Is that right? Yeah, we've got a Wilco Bourbon Society I've on actually, Facebook. So. I thought I knew a little bit about bourbon, but I've been learning more by being part of it. So if y'all are interested, uh, it's, it's on Facebook. Right? Yeah, you just search Wilco Bourbon Society and you can join in. A lot of cool stuff on there, though. I mean, I, I've learned a lot. I've learned that there's a lot of expensive bourbons out there. Lots. So it's crazy. <laughs> and some of them taste good, but there's some that are cheaper that, that you can pay a, a, a less price for and, and, and not worry about paying a $1,000. Yeah, I learned that bourbon can cause arguments, not just if you drink too much of it. However, when you buy too much of it. Oh, is that? Oh, 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 oh fair enough. That's, you know, that's like fishing or anything else, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Any passion you have, right. it's, it's a bad hobby. To have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, if you're married, there are so many things that can cause that argument. <laughs> I get it. You know, <laughs> that's my, funny. During the pandemic, everybody had, you know, mine was cigars and guns. Mm. So, cigars and guns? Cigars and guns. I, uh, yeah, I just went crazy with that during the pandemic. So, did you yes. really? Yeah, and I have a bunch of guns, and they, I didn't do anything with them, but wow. I got in a lot of trouble for well, buying I'm them. I'm definitely coming to your house to steal cigars, because right. you have lots of guns. <laughs> yeah. You can keep them. Now, I like cigars. I like bur- and cigars go good with bourbon as well. They are, yeah. Yes. Someone just handed me some Maker's Mark cigars the other day, what? and I can't wait to light one of those up tomorrow Maker's night. Mark cigars? Yeah, it's been soaked in Maker's Mark, so. Oh, wow. All right. Well, so one, yeah. all right. I, when when am I coming? What, yeah. When's the end? Thursday. Is that okay? All right. The twelfth. Well, okay. We'll yeah. see you then. Be there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, sports. We've we've got it. We've we. Hey, hey, hey. football <laughs> is back. Nine you know, days away. Oh my god. My my wife the other day said, "What's going on with you?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" She goes, "Football's right around the corner, and you're not even talking about it." I'm like. Uh, I'm just so busy at busy. work. Honey. I'm just so <laughs> yeah. busy right now. Dave, are you busy right now? A little. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy out there. Yeah, crazy. so I mean, we are. We're, we're we're in the single digits, guys. And I mean, football's around the corner. It's it's exciting. Um, you know, the the NFL's got a lot going on. You know, Mac Jones, he's kind of, you know, the he was he's throwing BBs out there and I mean, 
He's doing pretty good. Yeah, you know, and so he's fine. But, you know, Cam, his cams. And now all of a sudden it looks like um, Jameis Winston's turned it around. So he might be, he might actually take a hold of the mantle and for, for New Orleans. I mean, there's a lot of neat stuff going on. And then, of course, there's the sad part. Wyatt, what's that? Tim Tebow didn't make it. Nope. I was betting on it, you know, because uh, we, we had a big bet last year. I honestly picked the GOAT to win the Super Bowl. Yes, you did. I did. It, uh, it was again, marked on the tape. It was marked on the tape. I, I just said, you know what? What a wonderful sports story that'd be. I was hoping team, Tim Tebow would kind of pull something out of the hat as well. It, it just goes to say, you can't be out of the NFL for 10 years and come back and play. Well, you know, and the NFL's very, uh, it's just, it's one of the, everybody talks about a lot of things, but the NFL it, it's, it's it's crazy. It's a relate. It's a results business. I mean, you can and it's a what have you done for me lately? Business and you know you could be the right. the best quarterback <laughs> two years ago, but you have a bad season. You are on the hot seat. You can sure. I mean, you know that goes for coaching as well. Every, yeah, yeah, the NFL is pure it's a results. It's a, it, it is. It's, it's, it's a, business. a money machine, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, they they make money in the NFL <laughs> uh, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and they so, do in, they do in college ball too. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. You know, but now the question is, is should Timbo, Tebow even have gotten a shot? I mean, according to Stephen A. Smith, the only reason he got a shot was because of white privilege. So what do you think about that? Hey, I think that is ridiculous that he'd say something like that, first of all. But that that, that, that surprised me he said that. Uh, but honestly, the, we're talking about right now, they achieved exactly what they wanted to. Absolutely. It's, it's for us to talk about the Jaguars when they weren't a topic of discussion last year. Of course, the new the new coach coming in um, you know, with Urban Meyer, we would have talked a little bit. When you pull over Tim Tebow and make it such a big deal, here we are talking about it. So he's done his job. Oh yeah, they're they're relevant. Yeah, that's what he did. But he that's was he just so bad they were. They had to let her like, sorry. Tim, so how do you think you got to go? How do you think Urban's going to do? Ah, uh, just like every. Other. Are you mad at him for for leaving the, the Longhorns to go? You know, you, you kind of wanted to fail a little bit because yes, he made a, a bad yes decision. And no, yes and no. But as things go on, I. I just I like the coach the Longhorns have now. I like Sark. I like him a lot. I you like think, him. You think he's going to do better than Urban Meyer could? I don't know that, um, but no I does. know that Urban Meyer has a bit of a chip on his shoulder that would have just worn on us over time. You think so? I do. You know, but again, it would have been one of those he's winning, so let's just mm-hmm. put up with it sort of thing. So whereas so where I'm legitimately wanting Sark to do well because he's a good guy. He's, he's a got a guy. great story. Um, and things like that. Whereas Urban he doesn't, can, he, you know, you're just you're just buying a championship. When and you buy and plus, Urban. he can actually, if he does well, he can stay with the the program for a while. Mm-hmm. Urban, Urban had have too many more years coaching. No, you know, but he the, had some health issues anyway, right? I don't know. Did I, he? he says he did. Like, did he have like a heart like a heart attack or something? No, but, uh, uh, Urban Meyer. He has Urban Meyer, the head coach uh, for a, he was at Florida. Well, he had the brain aneurysm or something. Okay. I thought it was a, like a tumor that what okay. I don't know. The story. I just okay. I just know that every time the NCAA started to crawl around him, his his health kicked in and Probably. he left every I, time. I <laughs> hey, I put it this way: Could you be a head coach? I mean, I could. That's a whole other. That's like well, being the president. I mean, he kind of is a head coach. I mean, could well, I be a successful one? Is that, the that's the right number two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, he, we can all are, coach. Yeah. He is a head coach, obviously. You know, being yeah. regional manager of yeah. six states. Yes, but but no, it, no. I, I, I the the pressures that they deal with the. You know, it, it's different, um, you know, because there's just so many unknowns and you, there's so much invested in each person. And, and, you know, sometimes you're like, OK, I spent 25 million on this guy. I want my money out of him. Right. You know, and so, you know, those sort of decisions I, I just I wouldn't want to make. All right. So you're a Cowboys fan. What, what fan are you, Dave? Are, are you a, a, a I really don't watch sports? the NFL anymore. I don't know. Really, really, if, if you had to pick one, if you had to pick one, I'm going to go, you know, I mean, uh, child, child, you know, uh, childhood. Yeah. Childhood long. 
Cowboys fan and throw you off here, Cleveland Browns. Wow, okay. You like the Browns, yeah, huh? Okay. I so I mean I I was I was born there. Didn't stay there very so long. So that's a that's a family right. thing that kind so, of So yeah, I mean yeah. my dad's a Brownies fan and so okay. I've kind of just followed and but I always liked the Cowboys, so so I like the so same here. Growing up, Cowboys. I like fan. Live Oaks. I'm a Live Oaks fan. Like, oh, you're talking about soccer now? Shut oh, up. I was talking about football. Yeah. Oh, foosball. Football. football. He Googled football news <laughs> earlier and it came up soccer. <laughs> it did. All, all that was uh, soccer news. was like yeah. weird. Times are changing. Yes, they are. Here so um, that being said, uh, how do you think Dallas Cowboys are going to do? Oh, they're you know me. I mean, I, I they're not going to win. The, 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 <laughs> come on, they're not the Longhorns. They're, they're, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're not going to win. The I Super can't Bowl. even <laughs> see. The difference is when I say it about the Longhorns, there's a part of me that believes it. I can't even say it without laughing about the Dallas Cowboys. I, I think they still I, win seven. I, I, yeah, it. I'm saying eight and eight. They're 500 team. And, and I jumped on the bandwagon also of Brady. You know, yeah. and just kind of like that whole thing yeah, and, yeah. and being the GOAT and all that stuff. And, you know, I never liked Tom Brady much. I didn't like that he took Blue, Drew Bledsoe's job way back when, uh, yeah. you know, right. Drew got caught drinking and driving or whatever that was yeah. way back when. But uh, they're returning 22 starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the first NFL team to do that since forever. Who's yeah. this? The, 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 the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're set to have the best season. I mean, mm-hmm. this could be the one team that wins three in a row. They have they you know of course they got to win this one but they're right. the he- odds on favorite right but I tell you what that Patrick Mahomes isn't going to give it up to him either oh he's yeah. he's always fun to watch That's though. right you've been he's listening an athlete yeah yep. you've been Love listening it. to the home team with Troy and White and of course David Snowberger if you have any questions reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com and we'll see you in just a minute. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 1370. The right choice. Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loanfromtroy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to Wyatt on the Facebook. The Facebook. And that's The Home Team 512. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, Wyatt, it's, uh, it's why we're here. What, what's this, why this we're segment's here? why we're here. Oh, real estate? So we're very fortunate, you know, because we're we're here to talk real estate, and we have a superstar who has come down off the mountain to... Superstar. Off the mountain. Off the mountain. Off the mountain. Off the mountain to spread his knowledge, David Snowberger. Love it. Now, Dave, first of all, you're just like the realtor extraordinary when it comes to this sort of stuff, because, you know, I've talked to a lot of realtors, but you have the ability to kind of see things that they just don't see when and communicating and stuff like that. And so if the real if everybody listening wants to reach out and get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? 
Uh, easy. Phone number. Phone number's easiest. So okay. 512-920-DAVE. 920-DAVE. 920-DAVE. Yep. It'd be better if it's 420-DAVE, but 920-DAVE works. It is I, Austin. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that means, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So let's uh, let's reach out here you know, um, and just kind of go over Austin statistics. Well, well, the, the July head- numbers are out. Mm-hmm. And the headline says... Uh, they dipped 9.9% in July. Sales yeah. The closed sales fell 9%. First time in a year, 15 months. Uh, unprecedented. It's it's not unprecedented. We've, we've had <laughs> lower sales. Sorry, I'm unprecedented. Unprecedented. Yes, that's a word we, we say every month and can't say it yet. <laughs> and can't say it once. So it's uh, it's not unprecedented. It, it, uh, closed sales are down 9%. Um, you know, uh, new listings are up 8%. Active listings are down thirty six percent, so there's still not a lot of houses on the market. Right, um, you know, well, we have a lot of buyers out there though. Pending sales down eleven percent. Oh wow, you know, but what's then? Then you get into the weird thing. The median sales price is up thirty seven percent. Days on market is twelve days. Point, you know. 12 months, days. 12 days. Months of inventory is at 0.9. So we don't even have a month of inventory on the market. Which is, and we're talking about a slowdown. Right, you know? right. um, the, you know, so I had. The been, market's still crazy by yes, all the terms. And one of the craziest markets in the United States. But for us, it has changed. It's just not unprecedented anymore. anymore. That's that's all. You know, and so for months I'd been talking about we uh, the Austin real estate economy is a rocket ship, and you you burn all of this energy and all of this thrust, and you have so much resistance, you know, breaking orbit. And so I think that the median sales price at four hundred eighty is still it's up thirty seven percent last year, but it's down a couple thousand from last month. So I feel that that. We finally cracked that orbit. You know, we've broken through the stratosphere, and now we're into orbit, and now we're becoming a more stabilized housing market is what I feel. And, you know, but we've been running at a breakneck pace for two years, so it, it almost seems underwhelming. It, well, it, it does. Well, the, I think with the th- the, what we need to get to is that it's time to get back out there and buy Oh, absolutely. And, and and a lot of people were sitting on the sidelines. Um, you know, I've heard story after story after story. Some people were like, uh, you know, 14, 15 tries to get a home. They went, they went and rent it instead. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, what are you seeing out there? How has it changed? It slowed down. From from two mm-hmm. months ago to now. Yeah, I mean, we're not seeing – we're still seeing offers, quick offers on, on property we list. We're still seeing a lot of uh, people visiting the properties. However, the obnoxious offers of the – 10 to 30% over asking price that's already a bloated price, mm-hmm. uh, those offers have stopped. I mean, stopped. The, yeah. That's, Why do you think? What, what, what's your, what's because your people process? were in a mad dash over the summer. So that really took off a little before summer, but I, I, I always call it the 90 days of summer. That's the, the time to move. You've got to get your kids in school. You've got to get your, you know, self-situated. New job, and then, everything Right, like that, and then yeah. a lot of people were seeing what was going on in the market, and where else could these folks, like myself, my house went up almost 300000 if I could sell my house for listed over three hundred thousand dollars over where it was just a year ago, year and a half ago, I mean, where else am I going to have a chance to make three hundred thousand dollars? Nowhere, right? Yeah, Th- that fast. What, what investment a, are you going to right, make that does in, that in a year? Yeah, right. you know. And so, you know, we 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 started looking at that. But my neighborhood, I'll, I'll speak in my neighborhood terms. Uh, most of the homes that were overpriced going into the last month before school, the last thirty days, are still sitting on the market right now. So it seems to be the, that was front-loaded to the beginning of the summer uh, when all this obnoxiousness was going on. And it was sparked off pretty quick. We had heard one house, right, go in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. going. Uh, it made the news that one realtor sold a house for $100,000 over asking price, you know, within one day. Right. And then that became the norm. 
Yeah, that That's, was the norm. That yeah. was the norm. And like, well, what, you, you only went, got a hundred? Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I took one. I mean, I took one that that we we priced it right from the the current comps. And I was like, I'm not going to pay really attention to the the obnoxious over here. And we priced it right, and it brought in 125 thousand over. Over asking, you know, right? yeah, over asking. And just I was blown away because there was not one offer that was less than $50,000 over asking. There was 25 offers. Yeah. So did so. you see a lot of uh, investors? Because one of my thoughts was that that leasing prices didn't catch up to the, uh, the bloated pricing. So that kind of slowed down the market as well because investors weren't buying because they're like, well, I bought all these expensive properties. Now i got to let the, the lease pricing go back up to match up with what right. I Right, it's really got to appreciate over time. Um, I saw one that we had. We listed at 289 It brought in, I uh, think, 380. So $90,000 over asking price. And that was the only investor that I really dealt with. The investors were still submitting offers. However, they couldn't compete because I would say they were savvy investors. They didn't want to just over mm-hmm. overpay Fair to enough. overpay. Okay. Yeah. You know? And some and some um, sellers were like, you know what, we're not going to sell to an investor. That, that started being something normal as well. Or did you see that? Not that I saw. What I saw, um, and a lot of people are not going to like me saying this, but what I, <laughs> what like, I saw what? was greed. Yeah. Uh, I saw a lot of people, they didn't care just who's going to give me the most money. It didn't matter about the letters and you know, I need this school because they have the special tuba. My care. kid plays and whatever else. They're they just thinking, didn't care. They're thinking two hundred and fifty or two hundred seventy-five thousand. Yeah, they're just seeing they're just seeing dollar signs. Right. You know, and we had a couple people in our neighborhood list in the Facebook page saying, "Hey, look, uh, uh, we're going to test the market. We're going to go on at nine fifty. And everybody's like, "You're goofy." Whatever else. Next thing you know, they have an they have an offer. Yeah, right. you know, it's like. It's just all you uh, need is one ludicrous. sucker, right? You one sucker. That's, one. That's what, yep. You just need one sucker, and that establishes the new market. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's 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 gone kind of awkward because I can see what my neighbors are paying for homes, and then hey, I'm so and so, and I'm like, man, I've lost all respect for you. You just paid 150 thousand dollars over the asking well, price. It, but that's all, that also hurts my feelings. <laughs> just kidding. No, but but that's, that's up, but, true. That's true. Though. <laughs> I know you're a sucker, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Hey, right. Uh, I've got some projects yeah. I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want to buy my golf cart? You know? Thirty grand. Thirty grand. It's got new tires, but I'll sell it to you for 45 yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but that being said uh it, it, you almost had to if you had to move into that place and you had to yeah, move you, you did so, and mean, some people had to pay the 150 they didn't want to right but they had to if they wanted to, to and, to and we're fortunate he, fortunate enough here especially in the round rock isd and um leander isd of some fantastic schools so people get very competitive sure. and i mean that's one thing a, a rolling joke i had with some clients is like you know you're going to pay $150,000 over this for this house that's already $150,000 really over where it should be. Should be. You're going to pay 300 grand over like I love my kids too. However, I don't love them that much. No. Well, hey, I don't but, love them 300 grand but, but you know to what, put them though, in a school. But that you know but for 300 grand, that's a really good private school. You can live wherever you want. Shit. Good. Right? Shit, uh, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you know that's that that pays for their tuition for 4 years of you're, well, uh, aren't you only... a product of private school? No. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, hey, David? We've known each other you know, a very, long time. Very I've, known, I've known David uh, probably since, what, middle school, probably? At least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. grown up in this area. So, yeah, we're not going to share stories yeah. right now. No. Yeah. Okay. Very right. seldom do I knee slap at something on this <laughs> deal. That was, I, that was a knee slap right good. there. That's pretty good. That's pretty good because I can show some David's <laughs> stories, too. No, but, um, no I'm playing. <laughs> Please don't. No, we, we, we volunteered a lot when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, the, yeah. the one thing, though. Community service. And with this regularly scheduled break in our daily programming. That's funny. 
Well, it's still volunteering. <laughs> it's forced volunteering. But that was good. I like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, okay. One uh, of the things that y'all were doing in this volunteering was, you know, by cleaning up the trash off the side of the streets, you were making the area pretty for you. the investors mm-hmm. coming into the real estate yeah, market. And this, is why, this is why Northwest Austin, Leander and Cedar Park have exploded <laughs> yes. with values is what we did as young lads. That's right. Absolutely. But, I'm, you know, I've kept you know, an eye on our old neighborhoods mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Or Cedar Park wasn't an old neighborhood. It was just you know, cattle farm back when we were younger. But, um, yeah, it kind of hurts my feelings. I, I was wanting to go buy something there, and it's hard to look at a house that last year was $350,000 cheaper. Yeah. It's hard for me to do that. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're priced out of our own neighborhood right now. Yeah. Well, um, I, it, people, I, you know, people talk of the house I just bought, and I'm like, honestly, if I'd been looking now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at this house. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the house value from when I went under contract to when I actually closed had, has gone up 45%. I would not have even entertained yeah that's that's another topic for you guys some other time is to talk about those values right there what builders are doing to a lot of people right now that went under contract here and now the house is worth this and they're making it really tough for that buyer to continue on so they could sell it to somebody else that's some crazy and and, and they're doing it legally legally well Well, builder contracts are airtight that's why you need a realtor right there is because builder contracts are airtight and they're there to protect the builder not the buyer so call you how they get a hold of you to do 512-920 dave and another thing people are doing right now dave and i want to hit real quick um before we go to break is a lot of people are looking for land to build on because Mm -hmm. they're sick of all this other competition Uh, but then you have to find a builder you have to find the right land is that is that hard to do it's not necessarily, it's not impossible. It, it's a little bit harder than just going out and finding, you know, being boots on the ground and going to open houses and finding the house you like and then maybe submitting on it because you've got to really Having find a, a piece of land that will work for you, know what the restrictions are. Does it have utilities? Does it not have utilities? Easements. How much is it? Yeah. For, well, I mean, how many easements are to it? Is it some sort of flag lot where you have a, a shared communal driveway and each of you've got to pay for it and then you get a bum neighbor that doesn't want to pay for anything? You know, those, those things are hard. Going to, so, yeah, sure. but then you pick a builder and... I mean, you're not really necessarily saving any money building per square foot because you can look at the square footage as a building on your own but or, you're, but or you're not buying. Com- but you're not competing with somebody else and when you start that not, not necessarily. Oh, yes, you are. You're competing with all the other people that are building houses right, right. now. I right, mean, right, right, right. In their time. And there's the, a labor the, shortage. Right, so definitely a, a labor shortage. There's but, a but, labor shortage. But you shortage. can help them out. The, how, how do they get a hold of you? Five one two nine two zero. Dave is the easiest way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easiest yeah way. just give me a That's call or easy. text me if That's you're a texter. Twenty days. Yeah, I'm giving you my phone yeah. number, yeah. which is uh, okay. which I don't do lightly. However, yeah. it's, because it's, you're busy. You're a busy guy. So. And this yeah. is just you know, this is just to our closest friends. You're giving the nine two zero Dave to right. So right. it's not so, very right. many people. I think my parents are listening. Yeah, call me, mom. Yeah. <laughs> mom. <laughs> so uh, that's all. So the market's crazy. It is time to go back out there and do it. You can get some comparable prices. Absolutely. Um, uh, appraisals are are actually covering it, so you don't have to pay over. So yeah. And if you've had buyer fatigue, now's the time to get back in the market. So sure. you've been listening to the home team with Troy and White. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Or give me a call at 855-299-HOME, and we will see you in just a second. Keep up with news from across Austin and around the world. That's where I get all my news. Online anytime at talk1370.com. <laughs> Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com, or you can give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage. 
where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And I could tell from Wyatt's facial that he thought I was going to say, if you want to complain, it's the Facebook for Wyatt. He says that every time. <laughs> but I don't take complaints. <laughs> I actually zeroes around. I turn him back to Troy because he actually likes them. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, we have our superstar, uh, Dave Snowberger, here today. Dave, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I appreciate it. Had fun so far. Yeah, and this is my, uh, this is, this is my segment. Um, uh, growing up, my parents had no concept of money you know money they made it they spent it and they didn't know where it came from they didn't know how that much they had they didn't know where it went and that was how i was raised um and then my senior year in high school i took a a, a class i can't remember the name of it but one of the things we did was they gave us pretend money and we bought stocks in our class just in our class right and then we monitored them and we sold them and we did all this sort of stuff and i remember that uh i don't remember what it was but velveta it either just bought something or was just sold oscar um, meyer <laughs> i can't remember it's in the 80s <laughs> but it was velveta and so but it was a big deal and so it was going to increase their things so you know we had like a hundred thousand dollars and i literally talked my guy into putting like ninety five thousand into velveta <laughs> and it took off and so we made all of this money and all this stuff. And when they ranked us in the whole state, you know, this is a program. And it got me really excited about it. And so from that moment on, I started learning about money and understanding it and things like that. But I had to teach myself. Um, and the problem with, you know, learning things yourself is you make a lot of mistakes along the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So <laughs> I'm say, I've, I've done a lot of trial and error in my life. Yeah, you lots make a lot of, of mistakes. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You know, um, but, you know, the good thing is, is that, you know, I can't, I learned. I wasn't afraid of failure uh, just because I was so used to it. You know, it's a friendly, friendly person to me. And, uh, you know, over the years, I, I, I've learned a lot and I'd like to pass these things along. And one of the things that's going on right now is that, you know, the housing market is now, we've always talked about you need to be ready for an opportunity. You know, we talked about this a couple years ago before the pandemic and like you need to you need to have your bills down. You need to have all this stuff and you can invest in these things. So people that invested during the beginning of the pandemic, they made a lot of money through the stock market. You know, and that's one of the things you hear about is the rich got richer. Well, they had op- they had the opportunity to take advantage of opportunities. And by doing that, you know, um, let's talk about houses. The housing market has stalled. Uh, not uh, that sounds bad. The housing market has finally stopped rocket shipping mm-hmm. out of space, and it has become almost a normal housing market. So now's the opportunity to be able to go out and buy a house that you didn't have the opportunity thirty days ago. It just but, wasn't there. But it has changed for some people because it put them out of their price range. They 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 had some money set up, mm-hmm. put to the side to take care of closing costs and mm-hmm. down payments and. Uh, not that it's out of reach, but they just have to do a little bit more savings. So it's time to kind of sharpen up your your saving skills a little bit. Absolutely. One of the things is the loan amount for the down payment programs is in the three hundred sixty thousand, but the median house price is four eighty. You know, yeah. you, you know, you're you're looking at a house that's like three eighty or less. So you're definitely on the lower side of the median. So or you can cover that up with a down payment. So you need to be thinking down payment. But if you're finding a house that fits into that program, the problem is is that you also most people don't they don't have closing costs either. So, I mean, I can help you with programs if you if you qualify for the down payment assistance. We can find programs for you on that, but we can't help you with the closing costs. So now you have to go to the seller and say, "Hey, sell me your house at only, you know, at only what it's worth, and mm-hmm. I need a little bit of extra money from you." And sellers are just like, "Eh, I'll wait." Cuz Cuz sure. somebody's going to offer them and not ask for the closing costs. 
There's no, there's no need to sure. sell it. And so, you know, you as the buyer, you've lost that opportunity to take care of the stall in the market because we're still going up. I mean, we may, we're not going up at 37% year over year growth, Mm-mm. but we're going to be going up at a 10 to 20% somewhere in there for the next two or three years. I mean, we're moving to the median sales price in the 700s. That's just where we're going to be. Um, and so if you can get a house today at 480 in four or five years, it's worth 700. That's a good investment. <laughs> so you haven't, you haven't missed the mark. No, you're, this is, this is for the, you know, the, the, the normal folks like us to kind of get back into the market. Not the crazy people that somehow have, I don't know. I had no idea so many people had a hundred thousand dollars. I know I've <laughs> seen a lot of money coming in and it's just, where do you get your money? You know, hundred thousand. Yeah, you oh, wait a minute. Y'all, y'all don't have a hundred thousand dollars. You work at Eckerd's. That's like, just, you know, that's like, just me. Yeah. Right. Is Eckerd's still around? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, are they around? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's right next to the radio shack. Right. I think so. Um, and the blockbuster, right? Yeah. Yep. No. Um, so yeah, no. I, I. It, it is crazy that, that how many people had, had are money. good. There's some good I savers mean, out there. Yeah, you know the and the weird thing is the media, the median net worth for America is like 112. So it's like literally mm-hmm. everybody over the median net worth has moved to Austin in the last 18 months. Because there are so many people with so much money, it just blew me away. I didn't realize there was that many people. In the world, in America, that had that much money. In Austin. Yeah. Well, they're all moving. No, they're all moving from Austin. They're not from Austin. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody here's broke. They're here now. They're spending all their time. All they're spending all their time downtown. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. And I don't even bring it up, but where are are, uh, musicians going to live now? Yeah, no. Uh, well, we will we be the well, let's, go, let's go with anything. I mean, yeah. where 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 the roofers going to live? Where yeah. where a lot of the people that that make under that median income that can't afford anything already? You know, the two two fifty mark. Those homes are kind of gone. Yeah. I mean, not the, even the, Hutto used to be my go to for yeah, anybody well, that was over under two hundred. Gerald came under even Bastrop. Even, now hey, it's just Gerald's it's, even going up. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gerald's in the two fifties now. Yep, is it? Oh yeah, I yeah. almost yeah. I almost gasped as it came out. The Gerald's in the two fifties. I mean, that was your. Hundred, hundred and fifty for that was uh, that was another go to that was mm-hmm. USDA financing, mm-hmm. you know, and Liberty Hill call Troy and say yeah. we need a USDA loan, and he'd say not a problem. Yeah. But uh, uh, that's 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 yeah. ship of sale. Buda, yeah. you can't do nope. they're up there too, right? Well, not even Temple Belton, really. Yeah, you have to commute from, you know, Stephenville. Yeah. Stephenville, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> right? Pretty much, and you know, so one of the things that you can do is is you know, afford a little bit more of a house as opposed to you know credit cards or expensive vehicles um we'll we'll leave the classification of the vehicles out <laughs> like Ford Raptors yeah or? don't you don't definitely don't want to be driving anything like you know but you know there's you just don't you you know a lot of people are you know not prepared for retirement they're they're over i mean the credit you know the the economy has done so well for like 70% of America. Now 30% has struggled or or it's been very tough. But Horrible, the, yeah. But the others but 70% of America's done really well in the last couple of years. But for some reason the credit card debt and the debt load of America has gone up. It's like the better well, we do, the more we well, waste our money. When you're not working, you spend more. Right. You do. I mean, it, when you're on vacation, you spend a little bit more and everybody's been on vacation for quite some time, right? You know, and it's just it, yeah, and you know, we're working from home now. So we're not yeah, I say we are. In general, the 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 economy has moved to working from home. Big tech companies, they're going to be they're going to stay that way. They made more yeah. money with yeah. people at home. they they realized that it's okay to have people at home. You know, and we're seeing it now with the commercial real estate uh uh offices are starting to empty out. As leases expire, they're not renewing. Mm-hmm. Um because people are working from home, they're saving that money. The company's able to save that money. The, but so as an employee, 
you know, you now you're sitting around your house all day. It's easier to kind of like, ah, well, what's going over here on Amazon? Look at the deal of the day. Ooh, you know, that, that, that glows, <laughs> that glazed donut picture will look really good right over there while I'm working. Glazed. You know, That's there's $450 for a glazed donut. Photograph. Hold on. Now, is, is this something that happened to you? Did no, you, did your wife, donut did, that, that was very specific. It was, <laughs> it was very, I thought, wasn't it though? I was, I, like, was I, I was avoiding a specific thing. Okay, so you're not getting in trouble. Okay. <laughs> That's right. You just glazed over it? <laughs> I glazed right over it. Uh-huh. You know, so, you know, that's where I think most people need to understand is everybody talks about their income. They talk about their income. This is, I only made this. I, you know, I need to go, I need to make more. I need to make more. Well, why? Well, so I can spend more. Well, why don't you live within your means? Save your, you should, if you're not saving 20% of your net every month for retirement, you're overspending. Plain and simple. Whatever you spend, you're overspending. Well, and some people can't because they have, you know, kids and the, the, all things are going on with, homeschooling some people are doing and and babysitting during all these processes when they couldn't go to school and pay for it. So, but you need to be saving something. Yeah. Well, if you're not saving 20% of your net, you're overspending. Really? You just have to have that mindset. You just, it's with anything in life. Period. Period. If you, if you give yourself an out, you will get out. 20% percent of no, your net. No, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. And I trust me. If that equals rice and beans, it's 20%. Whatever it is. I mean, yeah. you know, how many TV viewing shows do you have? How many streaming channels do you have? Because there's like 15 right. that are free. Right. Well, yeah, sure. The, Coffee. The, the stuff we, we've gone through yeah. the credit cards. I mean, everything. I mean, the t- insurance. The, the, the television is our most wasted wasted expense in our house. Most people, I think it's like $192 is is the average expense of television. I mean, $200. I mean, we've already talked about, if you take that $160 and put it in the bank, it's almost 500 grand when you retire. So if you you start at 25. Yeah. If you start, thank you, 35 years, 6%. We did this, you know, the deal. So that's the thing is that people are wasting their money. Every single time I, and the worst part is, is that when you show it to them, they tell you how horrible they are, and then they go home and do the same thing. They do, do the same again. thing over. They, you know, and it, it just it makes no sense to me. Um, but again, I, you know, I grew up emotionally scarred from bad financial decisions, so it it truly it hurts me inside to waste money. I mean, it does. I mean, right. I mean, you know, I you know, but you know. And my my wife's the same way, and that was one of the things I love about her. <laughs> she, she got it. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's the same way, and so she does the same thing to me. Like when I go out, if I go out and spend some money that's not a necessity or savings, I have to justify like, it. To like her. like guns and cigars. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, hey, honey, we didn't do any of this, and I'm going right. to do this. This is protection. You know, I'm like, well, yeah, yeah that's what a soldier. And I could first. barter the cigars if everything fell apart. Yeah. You, you have to you yeah. just learn your argument. Right. Learn yes, your argument. Yes. Yeah. I, I think they need to. You know, really teach that more when we're younger, but the mm-hmm. just kind of financial literacy uh, yeah. overall. Yeah, why don't you know, they, have a, they? They, I think they're starting to. But they definitely did it when we were younger. They didn't do that. Dave Ramsey has a sponsor of school, mm-hmm. and so you can get with his program. Now, I'm sure there's a cost or something like that, but he can get you into schools, and you can do that. And that's one of the things after after my next adventure outside of you know working. My next adventure will be doing something like that. I'm just trying to figure educate out. Educate in the world. Well, I'm going to educate the kids. Well, you, you can look at, I mean, anybody that's really interested in doing something like that, you can go look and it's free. I mean, all this stuff you can find on the internet pretty mm-hmm. much for free, but you can do the uh, 
uh, uh, baby steps of Dave mm-hmm. Ramsey. Yeah. There's five steps, I believe. Yeah. And you just follow those five steps for a year and you'll be in a better position. Oh, yeah. You know, than you, you are today. If you could follow it for two months, you'd be in a better yeah, position. Exactly. Yeah, the five, the baby. Yeah, and like I said, Dave Ramsey's a great program. We've talked about him. I believe in everything he says and does. If you if you have any debt other than a house, you're not living the Dave Ramsey way, so you can't tell people you are, um, which I'm not, but, you know, uh, it's because I don't want to. <laughs> But yeah, and like I said, everyone I've ever worked with or talked to and helped in this program, um, every single one of them has done it. But it, it it's a m- cultural mind shift for that first. It's, it's a life change. ninety. Days. It's a life change. Yeah, it yeah, is. To, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and everybody wants to do it, but very few people have the stamina to get through it. Right. And you've been listening to the Home Team. If you have any questions about this, please reach out to me at eight five five two nine nine home. You can reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or you can reach out to Wyatt on the Facebook. The Facebook. That's the home team five one two. And we'll see you in just a minute. Talk thirteen seven. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com, or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, and it's fitting today, Wyatt. Okay. We have, of course, the our superstar, Dave Snowberger. That's me. Yes. Here to give us his knowledge. He loves the University of Texas. Welcome. And we're sitting here, and it's a beautiful day, and we can see the tower. We can. We can see the tower. And I can, yeah, I'm just looking at it. And on January 9th, it's going to be lit with a number one on it. You think so? On January 9th. Okay. You think so? Yeah. National champions. That's it. I'm calling it now. You know, I'm going to call it every year until I die. I hope they make (laughs) me right once. Uh, So, so that being said, um, did they pick a quarterback? Of course they did. They haven't told us. But they don't. So we don't know who it is. We're we're, we're single digits from starting. starting. He knows who his quarterback is. Okay. So, so we have a good, a good quarterback between two quarterbacks. There's going to be a good pick out of two. We, We have two reliable quarterbacks. We think. We think. We hope. We, we, we definitely have a running back. But, but yeah, we have but, the greatest defense in the world, the greatest uh, what, what, running back in the history of college football. He what, just hasn't. You know, what, what about the O line? What's the O line look like? Our running back's so good, it doesn't matter. God, He's just going to. Yeah. Good Lord have mercy. This is such a Longhorn fan <laughs> response. He doesn't. O line, what's that? We don't need an O line. Um, o line's questionable, right? And, and receivers. What are our receivers looking like? Again, they don't carry the football. They do. They catch it. Okay. Have you ever seen how fast a person running with the number five on their jersey runs that it looks like an S? He's running so fast you can't even tell it's a five. It's an S for like super runner. So you really honestly, if we put, you'd put a million dollars on it that they win the national championship. I would never put a dollar on any game. (laughs) Didn't you not listen to our last segment? (laughs) It emotionally scarred when it comes to wasting money. But we can, we can, we can, we can put a bet of like shave our head on it. You know, National I would, championship. I, I mean, how, I could do how, that because I'm willing to pay that bet. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. 
Um, all right. So, yeah. but no, so O line's kind of wanting. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, receivers is kind of wanting. You know, that's gonna be the one thing that might. And they have a they have a pretty tough first part of the schedule. So on the receivers wanting, um, are they wanting because they're not talented, or are they wanting because the quarterback hasn't found his groove yet? Well, that's what I'm saying. They have yeah. a, their I, toughest. I, the yeah. toughest part of the year is the first part of the yeah. year. And for them, and, and it's not the second part where they could, you know, figure it out and then play. Yeah. It's the first part, so that might hurt them as well. Yeah, you know, and I feel the receiver core is going to be better than what is being advertised. I, I also feel that there's a lot of showmanship going on with our new coach. And uh, I, I gotcha, I, I, I gotcha. I, a little bit, of, a little, little bit of limping in. You know. I, f- I feel that he's given this quarterback battle a little more pub and deniability than is actually happening. So um, reports and what for <laughs> reports are that you know Hudson Card has been taking the ones all week and, mm-hmm. and and then he's splitting now but then all of a sudden now that we're moving into starting today or tomorrow or right now we're moving into game week preparation all of a sudden the sp- the splits were fifty fifty and then you know who's, well, who who well, knows what then, would be the purpose of doing that well for one thing you can't if you tell a young guy. You're not good enough, too. You know, too soon. Then he quits, or he goes into the portal. He could quit, or he goes into the portal. He could quit, right? You know, uh, that and, portal. And that portal is going to yeah. get a lot of them. Yeah, you know, um, you know. So they none of them can play this semester for any other team. So nobody would leave. I think at this point they'd stay. They'd stick till you know the semester's over. But you know, but also. If your guy, let's just say, let's just say for argument's sake, your guy is Casey Thompson, and you know it's your guy, right? But you also know that what, living and playing in what we call the fishbowl of the University of Texas is the first time you have a bad play, you're going to get pummeled by three million people, mm-hmm. right? You just know it's going to happen. So, but you don't know how he's going to handle that. Sure. So why don't you have him handle that before the season even starts and see if he can handle it? This might be the. I'm talking about the the mental. The uh, mental aspect of this game is more because we know Casey Thompson can throw the football. We know we've, he we've can seen run. It. We've, we've seen, seen it. it. He threw it for nine thousand yards in high school. I mean, he's one of you know. So this isn't. He's not a scrub. So the but the question is, when the fans turn on him, how's he going to take it? Because make no mistake, even you know the last guy Ellinger, who was he was the fan favorite. They still turned on him. You know, it's just who we are. Is he, and he's, he's, you think he's going to start in the NFL, Ellinger? Mm-hmm. The other guy's looking, like, it, looking kind of like it. If the other guy doesn't get healthy, he's going to start. He's looking kind of yeah. like I it. I mean, Wentz, Wentz, you know, I mean, poor Wentz. He just can't stay healthy. Kid's got a cannon of an arm. He's but, you know, the, again, he, he goes to say we won't stay on that subject, but you never know who's going to be the next star. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't think Brady would have been it. Right. Oh, no, he was the sixth round. Yeah, he, he didn't, yeah, right? Yeah. So, you never know. Well, real quick about the quarterback situation. Okay. It's always been the situation. I've been a lifelong Longhorn fan, and I mean, ever since I can remember, we've some, always had some sort that of was Mac issue Brown, like yeah, this. Mac I mean, Brown. it's just the MO, you know? Yeah, and right. so I don't know what the reasoning behind it is. I think you kind of hit it on the, the head there, but they've got to keep both interested. And Makes then, sense. Yeah, I mean, when the fans turn, so the fans a, do turn. I mean, we are known as some fair-weather that's, fans. That's some however. tough one. But so there's a big difference. Nick Saban, for instance, uh, versus Mac Brown. Uh, he has quarterbacks on a regular basis that each one of them could, could run their own um, college football team for sure. Oh, yeah. He tells them, uh, and when he he gets them because they are number one. I I am giving you a chance. I'm not guaranteeing you a spot anywhere. Mm-hmm. Give you a chance to play for the best um, college football team in America. And he doesn't give me any cow talent like you're going to have it. And 
I think that other recruiters do that sometimes. Like, hey, come to Texas so you, well, can, you can be the starting quarterback. And then now they're having to juggle. Like, wait a minute. I promised both these guys a starting position. It's and really so there's a little easy, bit of that going on. It's really easy to say I will allow you in my program when – 50% of your five stars are drafted no, in the first it. round. You have <laughs> eight right, trophies. Right. You know, that's what I'm just saying. I mean, you know. that's the difference between Nick Saban and them. And anyone else. Yeah. And anyone else. And anyone else I'm saying is that you, you but, promised these two young men that they both have a starting position. Now it's more so you're trying to see if now, uh, that that you don't is, break your promise. That is the typical Aggie response about the t- UT um, recruiting. But Steve didn't make any promises to any of these kids. I, that so, I know. So that I know. That, that I know. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. But they were we ha- they were promised by somebody. <laughs> Aggie. So he says that about me. I like the Longhorns. I, I'm definitely a Longhorn fan. Yeah. I grew up in Aggie yeah. as well. Yeah. No, I know. We know. I like them both. Yeah, when you went to private school. I, I have broader horizons than you do. That's all. That's all. I get to root for two teams. You, you know, just, this you're is stuck recorded with one. and you're monitored. So I'm, <laughs> you're stuck with one. This is recorded and monitored, so I'm not going to respond. Have to, I, I have two chances to win the national championship. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> not no, with the Aggies, you don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, come on. Okay, so they're only number four uh, last year. Number four. That's <laughs> that was, nothing. That's that, not that was number their, five. Really. Not first, you're last. Hey, you know what? Where, where was the long that was, Where were they ranked? Not, not, that not was in the their, top 25. That was even, their greatest think. football season right, in, a while. in the history of their football not season. Not in the history. Come on. Other than the three years they made stuff It's up, been since like 1960, 16, but not since the start. 16. No. Not 16. No, oh, 1930. Yeah, Whatever. <laughs> One of the world wars. They Whatever. they made it up like nobody's watching football. Let's just throw a national Press a Longhorn championship fan. over here. But then you ask, how have Longhorns done the last? my leather helmet? So how have Longhorns done the last 10 years? Uh, I know. How have they done? That, I've done quite well. Have they? Oh, they have. Yeah. How many coaches? And so I have how a many question. championships? Zero, right? Other than last year, how have y'all Zero? done? <laughs> Pretty good, SEC wise. You were four and four just, every year. Just, we're gonna see how Longhorns do. <laughs> you go eight and four, but we're you're four and zero against Lamar. Well, we'll see how some hate mail. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I like the Longhorn. I'm just saying, no, I'm just but just wait till you yeah. come to the SEC. It's a whole different game. Uh, just raise our game. Don't yeah. worry about that. Oh, yeah. the good. Goodness. The good thing is that when we go to the national or we go to the SEC championship in the third season, I get to watch all my Aggie friends cry. SEC championship. We could take politics out of. Uh, uh, Hiring coaches, yeah, I think that would be that would go politics and everything. Most certainly, I mean, well, of course. However, when when it when it seeps into who you're going to hire as a coach, that's another bad thing. Well, the one thing we're gonna we're gonna learn real quickly after this year is the pros and cons of paying players. Yes, absolutely. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's a we don't we don't know what the downfall is going to be. We know what the the up we know what the the pro is. <laughs> All we a know, million dollar quarterback for yeah. the Alabama uh who's never th- who's never thrown a pass. Never thrown a pass I think making a million dollars. In my opinion, it's going to it's going to hurt. It it's it, 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 it has it's, to. It's way too deep of a subject to get into. However, but it's it's going to hurt. Yeah. I think I think it's going to hurt college ball as we know it. And it's going to change it to more of a minor league type scenario. Yeah. Yeah. All we know is that you can't pay a high school player. That's not yet. All we know. Not yet. That's, all, that's the not state yet. of Texas. Well, tell that to some of our seniors back at Westwood. Well, you know what? Well, they've all. Well, and honestly, it might it might hype up the high school, uh, you know, realm to where it's more like a college realm, which could. is starting to get in there, kind of like they do over there in Europe with soccer. Well, right? that's why that kid quit. Um, Chaparral? No. Um, when we're, he quit in yours. I forget what school. Well, he when we were younger, he, we, he, we he quit. He he dropped out of high school to take his GED so that he could do name, image, and likeness. Really? Because he couldn't do it as a high school senior. Mm-hmm. So he's going to forgo his senior year of high school football so he can make about an – he's making like 150 grand. I mean, and that's pretty good for a high school senior. 
So once they hit 18, yeah, he's not even finishing his his uh, his senior year. And he went out looking like a chump because Klubnik threw, threw the ball around looked good. And that, viewers didn't. So but, I'm all about Klubnik being the, the best I can't, quarterback. I can't out of wait this, to see the, 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 the uh, young football. Uh, there's no way there's not going to be some, some major crazy stories with these young kids having that much money. There's no way. A million dollars at that age. It's, it's not even about the money. It's about the social status that goes with it and sure. thinking there's somebody that they've already made it. And so they kind of. Sure. They, Childhood star. It's, it's kind of like when the big, the, the big running back signs the, the billion-dollar contract, right? All of a sudden, he doesn't produce results anymore. He's already got the he money. So, therefore, yeah. the fire's gone out of his belly. He made it. If you give him the fire, you know, if you, if you, you know, give him the, the taste too soon, I think it, it, they're going to lose the fire. Now, if I'm, that, if I'm that guy that plays for Alabama, I want to get paid. So it's 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 kind of one of those catch twenty twos, right? And, and and I get it though. I mean, they're, you're putting their bodies on the line. They're putting yeah. you know their likeness. People are making millions and billions of dollars off of them. So why not? So but for the it. love of the game, it is going to change. I think and, it should yeah. be put in some sort of trust until yeah. after the career is over. Yeah, yeah. and I, Fair enough. I I'm okay with the name, image, and likeness because it's not the schools paying them. It's mm-hmm. the it's the community paying them. Mm-hmm. It's not the schools. It's not the, no. It's the donors. Yeah. And it's the people that you know. So that's okay because I don't want the school to have to spend the money because then it takes away from the 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 you know Quibbage team and things like that. <laughs> hey, you know we're on to this subject. You've been listening to the Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you enjoyed this week's show. If you have any questions, reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Or give me a call at eight five five two nine nine home, and we'll see you next week.